Welcome back to Live from Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, episode nine. That's right. Episode we're here. Nine. We made it. Big <laughs> we announcements. It. We're here. Alex, what do we got going on today? Well, first I think we acknowledge this before the podcast. You mentioned this. Three I know we keep saying this, but three times now, right? Three times greater three than times. the average white guy's pod- podcast. Three X. Three X. We are Damn. three times better than the average. That's a hell man. of a multiple right there. All right. But yeah, sorry. We just had to mention that. Um, but yeah, a lot of content for you guys. Um, we know we've been uh, on a little bit of a hiatus. You know, we got lives here in Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. There was a lot going on. We had to be, you know, in the moment as well. Heat of the moment. Um, great reference. But we're back. We're back. And, and uh, not only was that a great reference, but that was a little foreshadowing. To I think what we're going to talk about later, and hopefully you guys get that with um, you know the current times and what's just been happening in recent pop culture. But I think first and foremost we got to mention the fact that we have an intern. And huge Nikki, news, and Nikki. Do you want to say who it is? Yeah, huge news. Um, so the intern is someone that you guys may know, you guys may, may know. not know. Um, but just know that he is very near and dear to the live from Houston, Atlanta, Vegas podcast community. And he's yes, very, very near and dear to the hosts. Us near too. and dear. Very yep. near and dear. Um, and it is a student. He is still learning a lot of things. It may not be textbooks <laughs> and equations, but he's still learning a lot of things. So there, yeah. without further ado, it's Andrew De Silva. Andrew he De is Silva. in Let's school. Go. So he accepted to take college credits. That's very good for you and me. Uh, we're paying him literally nothing except an experience, which is honestly the most important and most valuable yep. aspect anyone can yep. ever have. And you know what? He would really know about the importance of important things because he can fly planes. And that just gives him a lot of authority, I feel like, in terms of like what's cool and what's not. And the fact that he chose to do this podcast, you know, it should just be if you're listening and you're just like, is this for me? Like, how will I feel about this? Just know that this kid that flies planes is taking time out of his day to be an intern on our podcast for free. Yeah, for and, free. and kind of kind of just that being said, you know, it's it's really symbolic. You know, he flies planes. We really drive conversation <laughs> on podcasts. So it really just goes hand in hand. It's very similar. Yo, transportation. There. Let's yes, go. Let's go. Exactly. Shout Whether it's out. metaphoric or literal, it doesn't matter. Literal. Both. Both are needed. We both do it. Both are critical. Um, and I think that was just important to be said. So shout out to that. Look for content on the way from him. He's going to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting. <laughs> We're just kind of going to be chilling, uh, exactly. recording, you know. Um, yeah. So I think we're just going to consult with him in the next few days. And, and we'll we'll see what sort of things he does. Um, yeah. But I think we can move on from there. Just wanted to share that big news. Yeah, and also I just want to make make it known that that we're gonna have a big social media announcement as well at some point, whether that be Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Venmo, it doesn't matter. We're gonna <laughs> announce it somewhere. So that's yeah. very exciting news. 
Um, so we just want to kind of give you guys an update on what's happening on in the LHAV world. I know you guys are are dying to know what is happening <laughs> there. Um, but Alex, we got we have bigger news to attend to. A lot of a lot Big of news. stuff happening. A lot of a lot of shipping thrown around with Drake. A lot of Drake news. We have two singles. We have a kind of album. What would you call it? Would you call it Care Package an album? What, what would you call uh... it? It's tough to say. I think they've been calling it an album is the the you know the most common um, vernacular I've heard for the project. But I think these are all previous unreleased tracks. Like I've been listening to this shit forever. Like to me, these aren't tracks aren't new. It's new to have them on a streaming service like Apple Music or Spotify. But I've listened to these on YouTube, on SoundCloud, like for years. I've known these for years. So it's it's a weird thing. But I know a lot of people are rediscovering these tracks. Honestly, there's like like one track in particular that I feel like I rediscovered on this uh, project, and that's Can I, um, which I really fuck with. Like I, I've, I've heard it before, but like I, now that I can listen to it more on Apple Music, um, it's just been one I've been vibing out to. And uh, I think it, it's already like it's charting so well. It's clearly shit that like people have either like not been able to listen to enough because it's not on streaming services or they've never heard before, like newer Drake fans. Yeah, exactly. And you know, as you were talking, I was like kind of listening to what you were saying, and I think I think calling it not an album or an LP, but calling it a care package is very fitting. Almost that it's yeah, like exactly. that it's like it's it's it's, so it's just a, it's just it's just a network of support for us to listen to it more, you know? Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like it's like it's like what do you need when you're struggling to find some of the best Drake songs ever created? You just need a care package. And in that care package are the best songs. You know, it's care not package. an album. It's just an easier way to listen and 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 become more one with yourself emotionally, because obviously Drake is so emotional and you just want to find yourself this is the best way to do it. And I think it is a fantastic idea that he did this. He's fine. And it was a great compilation of the songs. Cause there's others on release tracks. I mean, these are like obviously some of the most famous, not, I feel like not all of them are. I feel like there's others I can think of that are on release that weren't on here. Sweeter man. Um, Sweeter man. I mean, there's just so many, I mean, there's a lot. Um, yeah, I think, being, I think collectively, Sorry. yeah, you know, I think collectively as a whole, we were pretty disappointed that Sweeter Man wasn't on there. I think that Alex and I really enjoy that one. We're still have to be going to YouTube um, for that uh, for that banana song. Yeah, there's so many other ones. Like also, like uh, I feel like I don't think this is ever on a project. I think it was just released like on a sound, on SoundCloud. But like um, Two On remix, like that was a yep. great. One. I mean, there's like. Many. I feel Tinashe like many might have it. might have released that on an album. Also, nine AM in Toronto, but I think that is on Apple Music. That is, it, yep. Um, but there's no, a number. There's a number. Five AM. You mean five AM in Toronto? You mean nine AM in no, Dallas? No, nine AM in Dallas. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's on Apple Music. That's for sure there. Um, but yeah, no, there's many things, and there's shit that happened like in the So Far Gone era. Um, but I think it was just a great pick of his works and like the way he laid it out um was great and it honestly was like we're in 2019 and was such like a throwback to like it even though i've heard them so many times to have them all at once and it was, it was almost like new content in a way so it, it just felt exactly. so nice to be back in that you know like time and just like feel like i don't know it was nice it was a nice it was a really drake moment where you're just like it brings you back to a time and a place, just like not aim in Dallas, five aim in Toronto. So Literally, Alex, music. let me ask you a pretty, a pretty interesting question now that I just thought of. 
So we all know that like free spirits, trust issues, dreams money can buy, Club Paradise, those were all songs left off of Take Care. And for yeah. whatever re- for whatever reason, Drake chose those songs um, to take off the album. And you know, surprisingly enough, he actually named his Take Care album tour Club Paradise. Yeah. Now what? Now now the question comes. How elite would that album have? So this 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 a two part question. How one? How elite would that album have been if those four songs were right there? And number two, let's say lesser loved songs by the population and in the in the public, like the ride. Would the ride be famed like a song like Cub Paradise or Dreams Money Can Buy or Free Spirits as much? I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I mean, like, it's hard to not take care in any way because I think it's just such a great project. And I love those songs that not everyone knows, um, especially on that project. Um, but obviously, I mean, I think I've said this before, Club Paradise is, like, my favorite Drake song. And so obviously I think it would make any album better. But I I just, like, it, it didn't happen that way. It's hard for me to think of it in Take Care. I think it would have been great in it. But I only know it outside of it. Which makes it seem like a, I don't know, it just fits its own category. But like at the same time, yeah, that belonged in Take Care. Where I think, I think Take Care was also a great like composition of a project. And I wonder where it would have been in Take Care, like which track it would have been. Because there's like so many great tracks and like that type of vibe. And it would be interesting to see that on the project. Yeah, for sure. And I really think that... You know what? Drake was probably Drake probably recorded the ride and Free Spirit back to back with Rick Ross. They probably recorded in the studio on the same day, same week. And for whatever reason, I'm so curious why this would be a great thing to tweet out at Drake or you know tag him in something. Yo, like, why? Yeah, why? I have a theory. Oh, yeah, okay, that, okay. Yeah, well, let's, I don't let's know. If, I don't know if this is a theory. If this happened like in the time that I think it did, that he would have made the decision not to put one on. But I don't know if you remember, but there was like this thing where after Free Spirit was released and he's like, tap my name on you so I know it's real. This girl like I know. posted on social media, like Twitter, I guess at the time, which wasn't as big, like a big tattoo of the word Drake on her forehead. And she like tagged that quote and Drake and at Drake and Drake had like was like, yo, that's super fucked up. Like, I, that's not what I meant. Like, don't fucking go doing that. Like, and he got pissed at the tattoo artist that did it. And there was like a little beef. What if like that i remember that was like a social media thing was like oh he's like oh fuck i don't feel like putting that with that like whatever happened on the album because there's just like baggage associated with it yeah i remember when that do you remember that happening yeah that was definitely post 2011 though you think so yeah i think that was without a doubt post 2011 i mean we can look it up too bad uh De Silva's in here because this is yeah, like the perfect uh, time for a statistician man to, to I, yeah to exactly i have no it. idea when that was um, I just remember that happening. Yeah, DeSilva, if you're listening, I know you will because you'll be editing this. Um, <laughs> strike one, buddy. Strike one. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Right. We love you. What the fuck? Yeah, we love you. It's okay. <laughs> Go fly those planes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, um, but I, I do think I do think I, I I think there is a reason why those four were left off it because I think he knew that all of them were very good. And now I have another question for you: Is why? Yo, you could have care- seen this moment like right now, care package coming too. You know, we keep saying he sees the future when he gets wavy. So maybe he knew he's like it's a little long term investment. Like when he these unreleased tracks that he had, 
were consensus like great. Like I feel like everyone that he knew that like these were some of his his fans like favorite tracks, the people that knew this music of by him. So like I feel like he must have had a plan for them. Right? Yeah, but you gotta think he had a plan for them. Yes, but I mean, but Why like he, he he also says like I've got hits that I haven't even released. Like he says yeah. that too. But that's also that's also that's like true. that's also like 2014 2015 Drake and he like yes he has Club Paradise which technically haven't been released those are just I guess you know they haven't been officially released like the, yeah. the, a time a time a music is like officially released is when it's on a streaming service you know so like, who that's knows like, yeah also like who knows because like when he he might have like had I'm sure he had iterations of the Take Care with some of these songs on them and at the end of the day it's like the artist's album and it's how however he felt in the moment, like when he was making that project, he maybe was like, he maybe he loved the songs that were on Take Care and was like, yo, this is how I see it. And Ford, he was like, yo, I feel that. <laughs> and then, like, they just didn't put those other four on. Like, it's hard to tell. I think, I don't know because I feel like those songs are so good, specifically Club Paradise. And Dreams Money Can Buy, I thought was earlier than uh, Take no, Care. No, no, those are all with, uh, with the font of, um, of like Marvin's Room when that was released. No, not Dreams Money Can Buy, is it? I thought Dreams Money Can Buy was like 2010. Um, I'll I'll fact check right now for you. Yeah, um, fact check that right now. Fact check. Let's figure that out. Yeah, I, I mean, thought that was earlier, Drake. Let's see. Um, tw- uh, no, 2011. 2011. Yeah. May May 20th, 2011. May 20th. And then yeah, so it was. I'm telling you, those four were big songs. They were supposed to come out. And also, 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 so I think it's really important to mention, and I think this is absolutely huge, um, and I don't know how many people noticed, but if you're a real one, you noticed, like we did, that The weekend was cut out of Trust Issues, out of the original. And I thought his vocals really made the original Trust Issues, and for whatever reason, Drake... Was the original the one with, with The weekend? Yeah. There was there was an original version with the there's weekend. A, there, there's there's two versions. I just didn't know if one was original and one wasn't. Because one is the black black background with the Marvin's Room font that with the letters gold, and that is the uh, one without the weekend. I think. And then there's one with the letters like purple, and then that's with the weekend. Have you well, seen those two? I have. Regardless, the weekend should have been on it because he like makes that song three million. Aren't times they like better. beefing right now though? I mean, I feel like they've been beefing ever since Take Care came out, the whole album, they, because... They came back together, and then they beefed, and then... I know, there's there, there's just a lot of... I mean, a, a lot of people say that, that, that The Weeknd pretty much wrote the whole album, or whatever, like a, like a good amount of it. No, not the whole album, and, but and, he had no, a huge, I know, I know, I know. I, like, huge like, portion. Right, in the, like, in like the R&B a specifically. Portion. Right. Specifically the R&B section. Um, and I like, think... I And, like, yeah. several songs. What is it? Uh, Crew Love... Uh, the not the is it the ride? Maybe he does vocals in the ride. Um, there's like four specifically that. Yeah, any anytime that. he has like a legit presence, that's when you kind of know that he was involved. But I think I think we shouldn't stray through that towards that topic because I think we had talked about take care so much. This is really about the care package yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I kind of want to ask you now, what is your favorite and what is your least favorite track on the care package? So, obviously, like, just in general, my favorite track is Club Paradise. But if I'm going to take that one out, because, like, you know, I'm just taking that out. 
Uh, I would say there's so many that I love, but I've listened to like, I literally listened to these anyway, like before this came out, like a decent amount. So out of the ones, the one, I'll say the one that like I really like and probably outside of Club Paradise the most is tough, but like How About Now is great. Um, you have one. You can Dreams choose Money. One. Okay, Dreams Money Can Buy. But the thing that I'm going to say, the one that I think that I rediscovered, that I don't think is good as like the others necessarily, but I rediscovered it because the other ones I listen to a lot um, is Can I? I mentioned it before, but like I've been listening to that track a lot. I've heard the other ones a lot. Um, and the one that I fuck with the least is I Get Lonely. Wow. All right. Interesting. Because I Get Lonely is debatably one of my all-time favorite Drake songs. So that was one that was um, that was on the Dat Pith albums, actually. Yeah. Um, so that was that's a really throwback album. And, you know, you can even hear his voice is just so different. Yeah, so, so different. Yeah, so I think I Get Lonely. I, I'm, I'm sorry I have to do this, but I know I said you only get one. I get two. I'm going to choose two. I'm going to do yeah. I Get Lonely tied with Paris Morton music because oh, one of the song. first times – well, first off, Aston Martin music just brings me back to just such a different time for me. And when I was like really discovering Drake and I was like really understanding and really liking that whole album of Teflon Don by Rick Ross and there are actually a few songs on that album that I absolutely love. And so when I heard – um, when I heard Aston Martin music first, I was like, this is awesome. And then you go and watch the music video of Aston Martin music and then Paris Morton music is on there. It's just like, it's, it's a mind fuck. It's like, wait, Drake ha- has a, has a hidden verse on here. And then Drake just puts that verse in there where he's just saying like having lunch debating Ferrari prices, like dude, same, like obviously like it's just so good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was definitely, I mean, it's tough to rank these songs. They're all great. Um, Yeah. And then and then and then my least favorite song is Can I. Unfortunately, that's that is my least favorite song. And it's it's interesting you said that you really liked Can I. I know so, a lot of people wouldn't like that. And I originally like didn't um like when I first, I've heard it before and it wasn't something that I was like thinking about that much, but like I listened to it again and it was just like to me it's not the same, it's not at all the same vocals or anything as, like, keep the family close, but, like, it's a super, like, intense, and I feel like, not James, like, keep it the is. family close almost has, like, a James Bond feel to it, but I feel like it could be a stage performance that, like, I don't know, I could see, like, a, it's just, like, a super intense song that I could see, like, I don't know, it was more than just music to me, it looked, I don't know, it was, it was, it was a cool, uh, I thought it was a cool song. Didn't really recognize. Plus, like, Beyonce with her, like, uh, just, like, super low-key vocals. Just, like, you know, like, five words, whatever she said. Can I and, like, uh, baby and before baby. you turn the lights off. But then it's, like, tell me who the fuck you want to be. And then yeah, it's just I mean, so intense and, like, it's, like, dramatic. It's, like, it's dope. I think it's dope. I was just about to say that. Yeah, it's I, I, I wouldn't say it's dark. I think dramatic is the perfect way to describe that. And I think we haven't had, as you mentioned, a dramatic Drake song like that. Honestly, the the ones that I love... So, as we had mentioned, it's so hard to rank these songs. I could rank them all, like, one, pretty much. Um, but I would say Days in the East and My Side were... Whatever, I think he made these those songs, Days in the East, My Side, um, and Can I, around the same time. 
I think it was like just after or just before Nothing Was the Same because I feel like um, several of these songs were released right before Nothing Was the Same and then a number of them were released right after like in 2013 like 13, 14 right before he started releasing If You're Reading This Is Too Late in 2015 and yeah, that was a, Days Days yeah and so is Can I I feel like and so is uh, My Side I think they were all released during the same time and so is, I think, maybe Girls of Beyonce. When, remember when Drake was releasing music with when we first saw the Six God Two Hands together? Like, he that used to be the YouTube art cover of a lot of songs of his. Like, back during 2014, he would, like, release music on YouTube and the, the cover would be the white background with the two Six God hands, like, uh, in the prayer motion. Right. I think the motion, I mean, the motion right. might have been during that time as well. Well, the motion yeah, was left yeah. off, nothing there's was a, the same, so right? So there's, like, two periods of uh, unreleased tracks, like, after the Take Care thing, where these are from, and, like, one is right before Nothing Was the Same, one is right after. Yeah, well, Can I was released in 2015. Yeah. Oh, October really? Okay. 2015. So, so Can I goes, goes hand in hand, no, with um, Days in the East. No, with... Uh, no, you... no, with on um, my side, right? Wait, when was my side released? Yeah, because my my side is, isn't my side? It if you're reading honest, this, it's too no. late. But I think it was that era. No, I know. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, it 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 has yeah, album cover. If you're reading it. this, it's too late. It's it was, not came on out it. in. No, I know it's not on it. I know yeah. it's not. On it. It, but it's 2015. That, so that those like songs 2014, go hand in hand. 15, whatever. After nothing was the same. There was that was like a very type of Drake, and I feel like it was dramatic Drake, like in very romantic dramatic like i feel like all of my side days in the east are like that can i uh i wonder what was going on in his life i'm trying to think back then i don't remember yeah i mean that's that's what i really really appreciate about drake is that you can pick a time in his life when he was struggling and you can listen to his music and understand that what was happening around him was really affecting his music and I think that's like an amazing quality that not many artists have well I think like true musicians have that but I think you see a lot of like fake shit out there now too like just shit that's not real things that's not connected with people's emotions like I mean clearly like goddamn. I mean like all the great musicians are like that it's great to see and that's music is amazing like that and Drake is so good at it Yeah, no, I totally agree, and I think I think that's a great transition to the next topic that we want to kind of bring into is that going around recently on Twitter is uh, the 50 greatest rappers of all time, and consistently we see Drake between 20 and 30. Now, Alex and I have talked about this, and we agree with Drake being between 20 and 30. Um, in there because we don't think Drake is. One I think of the I would. The one thing is I, I don't mind we, like other people putting him, but I would put him in the top twenty personally, for sure. Oh, of course. I mean, I mean, for me, I think obviously I don't want to be yeah, far fetched, yeah, just yeah, yeah. outlandish, and saying he's he's number one. Like he's no, obviously no. not the greatest rapper of all time. I think he's Same. a great lyricist. But I, think he's um, but, I but I, I, yeah, I think Alex and I came to the realization that you know he's one of the top three to top five all-time well-rounded Yeah, he's going to go down as like... I mean, it uh, it often gets caught in a vacuum. I think that Drake is not the number one rapper ever, like straight rapper. 
But to like over, but I think he's often underestimated his rapping and under underlooked. Uh, I think like like his what he's done in the rap. He's clearly been the king for a while, and he had his years. I mean, if you're reading this, is too late. Many songs, many and even projects, nothing was the same. Like that were much more rap heavy. I think he's proved himself in that sense. But no, I I don't think he's like the greatest rapper. But I would, I think he's high up there. But in musicians, I right. think which is like more than that. I think you 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 know you go down the line. You remember people's generations like the Beethovens, the Beatles. Drake is clearly going to be that, and I think that he's that more so than anyone in the past. I don't know. Twenty five years. Right, like twenty years at least. Drake. I mean, even yeah. the biggest of the yeah. Beyonce I mean, maybe is the only one. Even Jay Z, but Jay Z's not as big as Drake in terms of musicians, like greatest musicians. I don't think so. Yeah, I think I think where people get get caught up in like, is, you know, is Kendrick be- better than Drake? Is Jay Z better than Drake? Is Biggie better than Tupac? I think I think there's. These yes. are multifaceted questions that I think don't get addressed completely when we're looking at it very because black I feel and white like you, as rap. Yeah, yeah, right? you're right. Yeah, I, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think, I think rapping. I think Drake is an amazing lyricist, but can Drake rap super fast? Does he like to? No. Like, I think, I think if we're gonna classify rap as being talking fast, you know, Busta Rhymes could be one of those greatest things. But what we're really saying is that Drake is a really great yeah, multifaceted. Yes. You know, we see that with Take Care. More so right. than anyone. So we see that with Take Care in the sense that he can really, really bring it all together. He can rap, he can sing, get emotional. And now I think I think when it comes down to people who, who want to be Drake and, and who who resemble Drake, I think it really goes back to this interesting beef with Drake and Tory Lanez. Because Tory Lanez in in all retrospects is a Drake. He's from Toronto. He's a rapper. He's also a great R&B singer. He uh, has a great voice. He has all of the qualities to be Drake, and yeah, that's but he's not why. As good, but yes, know, I get what you're he, saying. Right. He's exactly exactly. He's obviously not as good, but but he's yes. that type of person, you know. And I think that's why they, they yeah. But now they're so chill. Much. But yeah. Well, I mean, like right. that's the thing. A lot Drake is kind of young too, but like his somewhat his contemporary such a little younger. Or people that look up to him anyway, because he got big when he was young. You know, like it's weird when you, when you're young and achieve that much success. People, you may be 22, but people that are 18 are looking up to you. That's not that big of a difference in 10 years. You know what I mean? Like it's weird. They're like your contemporaries, but uh, you know that's what happens. And oftentimes that breeds. Yeah, I mean Drake at 22 with comeback season. I mean let's not let let's not get ahead of ourselves. He definitely wasn't big with comeback season. No, no, you're right, you're right. But like, there's Um, I'm not saying like this just about Drake, but generically, I think there's like a lot of artists now. I mean, like Lil Pump is so young, but like I'm just saying, people, you can look up to people that are like not that much older than you. And then when you become like an artist, like Tory Lanez is, like they may try to get better you than you, and then there's beef. Drake always gets salty about that because he does help a lot of people. So when like they try to like bat, he feels like backstab them. You know, it's it's shitty. He, he doesn't like that. And that's happened a lot. Right. And I think, I think a lot of issues is with Drake um, within these debates is that, is that, that they, that 
people just compare Drake to Lil Wayne, to Jay-Z, to Biggie Smalls because he's in the rap category, but he's also very much in the yeah. R&B category, and I think it's really great how much he experiments with the two and is really just so able to to, to switch his rhythms and his rhymes to really uh, meet that. And I think also another thing about him is that he has so much talent behind him in the studio um, with 40 and Oliver, you know, it's 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 just it's just this whole facet of yeah, October's very own is something there. that I think exactly, and I think this whole facet that Kanye wanted yeah. so badly around him with good music that that he just never could fulfill with that. You know, they came out with two uh, um, two albums, um, and you know, they yes, they had great bangers like um, like Click. Um, or that song with uh, with Chief Keef that um, I don't like. Like they had absolute bangers there, but the longevity wasn't there. Unlike OVO, where they have particular things yeah. in, that, in that regards. Um, and again, I I know that OVO is 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 not a rap group, but they have amazing sound and longevity behind them in the studio that a lot of these other labels don't have. Yeah. Now that's. And I really think that's that's just a big help for him. And and I, I don't know what, what's what's your take on on when people say he's 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 you know twenty to thirty. Uh, well, no, I mean you there. know I, I I have my I feel like I, I off the top of my head it's tough because I think there's so many great rappers now. I mean like also you think about now too, even though it's not as big to be a lyricist, I think it's coming back. Like there's some crazy lyricists out right now, like rappers, Joiner, Joey. I mean. Uh, Logic just released some music. Big Sean, I think, is a great rapper. Um, and then there's still like, you know, I do saying. think he's a great rapper. I like Big Sean. Twitter, uh, Twitter was roasting Big Sean about his about his new music coming out. They were like, they were like, have you listened to new Big Sean? And it's like a picture of someone throwing like their iPad or their or their, you know, yeah. their iPhone in the garbage. It's like, yeah, I, heard I didn't, it. I didn't yeah. really <laughs> listen to his. I, I was so into Big Sean when I was like in high school. So Me when too. he was releasing Finally oh Famous and uh, 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 what is it? What's the uh, Hall oh of my Fame? Gosh. Hi, Hall of Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. Um, and then uh, ask, no, ask, and then ask, also ask, like ask. Ashley oh and all gosh. that shit. The old stuff. It's Finally Famous Hall of Fame and uh, what's the other one? There's like one more. Fuck, it's something to do with famous or something. Uh, and then that whole thing with Yo, Janae, Janae Aiko. She's beautiful. Oh. Damn. Nah, they Are they still single dating? again. That was his new single. His new single was literally called Single Again. They're yeah. like super into each other. I think Damn. He just can't keep I them. think she's like still really into him. Like she it's he I think he ended it. Yeah, I mean Ariana Grande made Big Sean relevant when she said Thought it ended with Sean, but it wasn't a match. I swear that's the last time Big Sean's <laughs> name was ever said. And thank you, Max. Yeah, that's crazy that they dated. He's, a I mean, he list. has he has a pretty good, yeah, uh, he pretty really good does. Of people he really he's dated. Does. For for being someone who is like so so hot back in like the early he's 2000s. still got a lot of like, like a lot of like, people. Like, he does have was, a big fan base. A lot of people do fuck with Big Sean. I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I like, I like Big Sean a lot. lot. But I just remember the last time I was actually like, oh my gosh, Big Sean was like when I was bumping between like Finally Famous and Take Care. Like that was when all of that was coming yeah, out. I feel it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. But he's got a lot of support, but yeah. But either way, whatever. Back to the conversation about Drake and being... Yeah, I think I uh, I agree with everything that was has been said. I think I would personally put him in the top 20, but I understand. I think he's a all-around musician um, that's going to go down as like one of the goats in music. Yeah, and I and, and I think I think another really big aspect of this whole rap thing is potentially rap battles. And, and I think I think yes, Drake might not be the best freestyler out there. Um, there's this there's this infamous video that'll live for the rest of time of Drake doing a freestyle um, at like I don't know at like Hot ninety seven, yeah. and he's like reading that's off hilarious. his BlackBerry, and it's like it's like he's not even freestyling. He's like well, everyone knows like Drake. Like, Drake like literally can't. Drake can only write. Raps. Drake's not like a freestyler. Like that's a skill that Drake doesn't have, and Drake uh, has acknowledged that in uh, in one of the songs that was on this draft day, he says, uh, "You're gonna make me snap, write it down, go in the booth and lay a body down or something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you're totally right. Snap, jot it down, go in the booth and lay a body down because. Uh, they're just talking about it. It was like basically like it was actually during the time when Jay Z was talking shit um, on Drake when Drake was like on his European tour and then he came back and released that when he's like, "Y'all gonna make me like snap, jot it down, go in the booth and buy, right, lay a body down." When right before that he was like, "They say stuff when I like I'm gone and then when I come back it's like nothing." So that was a whole right. Yeah. I know well, it was Jay Z, so that's a big, big boy talk. From Drake, anyway. Right, Hell of exactly. a song, though, Draft Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great song. Johnny Menzel coming out with that. Yeah. Big, huge bust. On Johnny Menzel bust, the song, song not, not so much. Bust. So at least at least, at least, at least we're winning out here. Um, but, yeah, so I think, I think we can get to our final topic, which is going back a little bit farther back in time, um, and that's really touching on the few points – of you know uh, uh, gold roses as well as money in the grave and and just just watching this Rick Ross Drake collab just yeah come to life hell of a song I love Ross and uh, Drake when they collab it was sad they didn't do it they didn't oh do it for a while because of Meek Mill beef because uh, you know uh, Maybach music and then DC you know Meek Mill and Ross um, were tight so there was a little bit of beef although you know Drake and Ross have been making music forever and. When they come together, it's just fire. And they, they made Money in the Grave recently. Hell of a song. and then But this one was a little more, you know, Rosé and Drake-like when they slow it down a little bit. Like yeah, Dice, Dice Pineapple. A little, little bit of like Dice Pineapples, oh, if yo, you Yo, that song is crazy. Um, but yeah, Dice Pineapples, uh, uh, Aston Martin music. Uh, not really Lord Knows. Stay but, uh, Scheming. Not Free Spirit. There's a... There's a What's the other? There's a slowed down Ross and Drake track, right? Another one. There's one. I'm forgetting it. But um. Uh well, there's also Made Men. That's another yeah, one that's yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. fire. Made Men is so good. That was a six minute banger. Yeah, that was back a while like, ago. I don't know, yeah, twenty ten. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. they called back. Uh, yeah. Wow. Drake and, and Rose have really worked Drake's on been a around lot of for projects like, now that since I'm really, 09, really but like that's kind of right when he came up, but. Yeah, you know, people forget, like, Drake has been on a lot of, like, people that you would not think tracks, like, from wait, like, 09, like, just random people that were still, that were still big in the 2000s that, like, it was kind of, 
either they were just about coming up, they were young, or they were like kind of dying off. He was like between two eras. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think I think it's it's really so 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 the first collab it looks like with Drake and Rick Ross was Aston Martin oh, Music was the first one. Such a good and then it was Made Men a few wow. months later. That's such a good yep. when you start like that with someone. And then I'm on one. Oh yeah, my gosh, okay. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean this song was like hella yeah. good, like the gold roses with the Drake came in with the lyrics, like God, it was smooth too. And that beat was crazy. And Ross, you know, came in with his normal flow, which, you know, he, it's crazy. He made a career off this flow. And he had some, he said some deep stuff. Like, uh, he's talking about how he, like, feels alone. I feel like a lot of the song, but also how he never won a Grammy, which is crazy to think because all of Ross's tracks and albums have been, like, consistently, they sound, he always has, like, the same flow and it's so good. And, like, you can always count on it being, like, good. Just every, he's just, like, churns out you know something it's like if the if the if it ain't broke don't fix it and that's kind of like ross's style like he, he has a similar sound every time but it's just so good yeah i mean i think i think there's there's a big disconnect with rick ross i think that his his he should chill with the albums he when he gets on a single it just bodies yeah. everything it bodies everything but when it's when it's just like these albums are just like I enjoy them, but the yeah, public just does not enjoy them. They don't garner traction. He's really good as a feature, um, or he's really good one or two verses in a chorus. That's about it. That's about as much as you'll get from Rick Ross. I see what you're saying. But I mean, so definitely an interesting, uh, interesting take with 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 how much history Drake and Rick Ross really have together. Yeah, and shout out to Drake and Rick Ross for doing their thing, though. So, I enjoyed it. Yeah, man, I I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, Thank and there, you I know there's been a, there's been a lot of other music um, that's been out and about, uh, but I think kind of recently we kind of had to touch on those points, having been, you know, a lot comes out every week and every day, but I think most recently and most important we had to touch on that. Um, but I think that was a good wrap up of episode nine i think we really had a good uh content podcast a lot of you know a hell uh, great time to do a podcast right when care package t- comes out um so we're happy to do it for you guys yeah we're giving you guys yeah, a little, this care, is a little package. care package for you on the care package <laughs> um but i think this is a you know a good little point to end this at um we're we're, we're happy we could bring another episode i love I love that we're three X over the uh, the average white guy podcast, but watch out for episode three X or I, we're gonna get three to the second, whichever one we're you gonna guys get. Uh, this, we gotta get the intern on the podcast at some point. The intern is gonna play a role, and you're just gonna have to keep listening to these episodes to figure out when he's gonna come on. He's gonna come in hot, and uh, like we're gonna we're gonna see how that plays out. Um. So, see you guys. Peace. <laughs> Alright, bye guys. Getting older, somebody should have told you I'm on one. Fuck it, I'm on Yeah, I said I'm on one. Fuck it, I'm